Welcome to the Lucky Titan Podcast. Here you will learn how to fill your favorite platform with tons of your dream customers from some of the world's top entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Josh Tapp. Now let's get started. What is up, everybody? Josh Tapp here again, and welcome back to the Lucky Titan Podcast. And today we're here with Christine McAllister. I am so excited to have her on here because Funny story, I actually heard an interview of her on Entrepreneurs on Fire, which all of you know, it's one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I heard her interview and I was like, man, we've got to get her on here. We just think so much alike. Pretty much I'm bringing in here to validate my opinions. I think that's kind of the central. <laughs> and it's your podcast, so it's my you podcast, should. So yeah, it sucks for you guys, right? <laughs> um, the, the funny part about it though is, is her, her entire business model and everything that she does is really bent on helping people get to that six-figure mark, right? Getting out of a nine-to-five job, build a six-figure business, which, you know, there's a lot of us out there, me and me included, right? Our goal is to help you skyrocket past the seven-figure mark, but hitting that first six figures is the hardest of, of everything that you do because it's all, I mean, it, it's all on you and the risk is so high. So having her on is going to be so fun. She's also the founder of Life With Passion, which is such an amazing company. So, I hope that did you justice, Christine. So say what's up to everybody and let's hop in. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Josh. Thank you all for listening and being here. I am really excited. It's, it's going to be a blast. So as usual, let's hop in first with your frameworks. That's really the only reason people come here, right? They want to know what you're doing to be so successful. Yeah. Well, one of my very favorite ways to grow my audience and my client base and my income is through podcast guesting. And I've developed a method called the powerhouse method. I've been on well over a hundred shows at this point. And I've just gotten so much feedback on like, oh, you do this in a way that no one else is doing it. That while, yeah, for the past five and a half years, I've been coaching um, entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs out of their job, uh, I have also realized that this is something that more like impact-driven entrepreneurs really need, and it's become a specialty of mine. And so I'm giving myself permission to focus and make a little bit of a pivot here. See, and I love that. Um, and that is a lesson in and of itself. Uh, and we were just talking about this before the interview, right, Christine? I, I, for us, we had to make a big pivot. We went from a huge array of products down to three. And it's pretty much just one broken up into different pieces, right? Um, yeah. So I, I love that you're making that pivot. So let's talk a little bit about podcast guesting. You know, people who listen to these shows, um, I think they have like a fear of going on a show because they don't really know what they teach yet. And let's kind of address that first. Like, how do you help people in addressing the fear and actually getting onto the show? Yeah. So simply, if you have something that you want people to pay you for, you need to be able to talk to one person about it for free, right? So while I know I was super intimidated, I didn't go on my first podcast until someone invited me and I didn't have to pitch. And I was like, that was so fun. I'm totally going to make this a strategy, right? But I had had a, a pitch example sitting in my downloads folder for a year, right? So I think the thing that's so different about podcast guesting than any other medium or platform is that it really is literally a one-to-one -one conversation with somebody that you like have good energy with or good chemistry with. And it's no different 
than having a Zoom conversation with a friend in this day and age, right? Maybe used to happen happen over coffee or tea. Now it's like, well, let's have a Zoom catch up, right? And it is, what do you want to talk about? What are you passionate about? Like, those are your expert topics. And it is an extremely leveraged strategy. You're going where there's an existing audience. Think about what people are doing, what you're doing when you're listening to a podcast, right? You are like in your car. You are looking to pass the time. You're walking the dog. You're working out. You're doing chores. There is no other strategy, no other organic method that where people hang out with you for 20 or 30 minutes, right? They have to make a decision to stop scrolling on social in order to watch or read your thing, right? Not in this case. They are with you. They're committed. They already love the host. Like you're getting endorsed by the host. In terms of the fear, if you can remember that it is literally just a one-on-one conversation, you don't have to have snappy sound bites at first, right? You don't have to uh, have your message super nailed. In fact, being interviewed is going to help you figure that out. So like, again, if you are ready to sell something, you're ready to be a guest on podcast. All you're doing is having someone ask you the things that you love to talk about and getting to talk about them. What could be better? And I have to highlight something you said, because um, what people think when they see people online, right? That us producers is like, oh, but you're an extrovert. Just so people know, I'm a very introverted person. If we're in a group of people, I'm the guy like playing with the kids, right? Because I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Or I'll have a one-on-one conversation with somebody because when it gets in a group setting, I get anxiety hardcore from being in a group setting, like going to, (laughs) I used to do this for years. I'd go to these physical events, right? With thousands of people. I'm like, I'm going to make some connections. I'm going to make sales. Not one. I'd go in and I just put pansy out. I'm like hiding in the food court. Right. And the reality is that podcasting has been that way to it. It does break you out of your shell a little bit, but it's the best platform for an introvert because you and I can just have a conversation. Introverts are great at one-to-one conversation because they care about the person they're talking to. And hence why you're such a great guest. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up as well. I just had to highlight that as well. So um, getting onto the shows themselves, that can be a challenge. Um, A lot of us are looking at it saying, okay, but how do I, how do I have like a one liner that's going to just get me in the door with everybody? What, uh, what do you recommend to people as far as getting onto the show? So like you've already identified a show that you want to get on now. It's yes. how do you Unless get on you it? want to cover identifying the show first, because if that's part of your framework, I'm not going to interrupt well, it. <laughs> well, I think the easiest way is to crowdsource whatever audience you already have. Right. What are you all listening to? Right. Like about insert your topic, like let them tell you because you're probably not listening to the same shows as your future clients at this point. Right. So yeah, I listened to a ton of entrepreneur on fire before I had children, when I had more time to listen to, right? And as my business grew, like I listened to less podcasts, I just literally had less free time, right? And as my family grew, but I always knew that was a show that like when I was getting started, I was here for it and quality and all of this stuff, right? So it's a dream show for me. Um, and in fact, I'm going on, I've been invited back. So I'm appearing uh, like in a little over a month again. So I'm super excited and I, I love uh, JLD as well. Um, that is so exciting, because, by the way, very few people get invited back. So it's because of, thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's, it, you know, and I really honestly, like, I think it's just because of the way I've showed up as a human for him. 
to your point of getting on the shows, it's like, um, I think you teach the exact same thing. You need to show up as a human first. Ways that this is different than getting traditional traditional press, right? You're talking about online magazine, television, radio. Most of the time, the podcast host, even if they have a team, it's small and they care deeply about what they're doing and their mission. This is not something owned by a big corporation, right? It's like, how can you connect with them as a person? Because you need to be the kind of person they want to hang out with for an hour (laughs) and that they want to literally spend their money to promote, right? So when you go as a guest, which you know this if you're a host, you go, you go on someone else's show as a guest, they're going to pay their editor or they're going to pay in their sweat equity to edit the show. They're going to pay to create the assets to promote it, right? They're paying to keep it up on the sites and all the places. Like this is a massive investment of their time, their energy and their money to have you on. And I think most people do not approach it with the respect and the gratitude and the graciousness that that deserves, right? I mean, Josh, how hard have you worked to build an audience of people who know, like, and trust you on the show, right? Yeah, one of the hardest things you'll ever do. And it's the worst as, as a host to have somebody show up and just be like, I'm just going to pitch my products, right? They just sit back and talk about themselves the whole time. And you're like, that's not what it's about. It's about the audience. It's about us working together. So right. I love that. Yeah, and it's really about finding people that you're aligned with because you may know, Josh, the current statistics on podcasts. I haven't looked them up. Do you know how many there are these days? We just passed 1.4 million. Podcasts in the world? Podcasts, yes. Is that insane? Okay. (laughs) It's insane. So like you're never going to run out of podcasts to pitch, right? Because the number obviously continues to grow. Well, and And to your point, a year ago, it was only at 750,000. So we have doubled in a year. Yeah. Whoa. Because right. people like me are like, make a podcast. <laughs> right. So the point is it's, I mean, not that I'm in the dating market, but like, do you believe there are plenty of fish in the sea or are you like, Oh, I find one podcast. I must be on that one. Right. Like, no, there are going to be so many. So the important thing is that you find hosts that you connect with, that you want to hang out with. They're going to want to hang out with you and also their audience is going to be full of people like the host, which is going to be a lot more likely um, easier for you to monetize by booking clients on the back end. Yeah. And I love that because really what it comes down to, you know, like we talked about is, is being a real human, but there, if you come out with a scarcity mentality of like, okay, well, I've got to nail this show. Yeah. If you want to nail a show, come in with a simple framework and you'll nail it every yeah. time. That's yeah. literally all it is. Come in and teach one simple thing, tell stories about your life. And you'll be surprised like every host, I wouldn't say every host is great, but most hosts are very, very good at getting you to talk, right? That's our job is to make you talk (laughs) and get you excited to talk. So, I mean, even if you feel introverted or feel unable to do it, that, I mean, I think you're just nailing that. So I don't need to bash that dead horse anymore. So I want to ask you, (laughs) so how are you doing this outreach and should you do it yourself? Yeah, I like to do it myself um, because it's fun for me. And being on the other side of it, I know how I feel when I get some kind of canned pitch and I'm like, archive. So 
Uh, I like email about how cool they are. I'm like, I don't care who you are. Right. Exactly. I'm finding commonalities. I'm showing that I've done my research, that I care that I'm going to show up and be like wonderful guest, like before, during and after the interview. And I think that comes across. And of course, like, do I have a template? Do I have a list of, uh, topics by now that I can look at their list and look at their about and pull from. Yes. It's not the same thing every time or a a different thing every time, but it is, it is customized, right? It is customized. Just like I used to be a professor and I would tell my kids, my students, like when you're applying for jobs, you can't just upload the same resume to every job description, or it's going to come across that way, right? You need to look in integrity, truthfully, like you are the best possible fit for that job that you can be. And that requires more work, but it also rises you to the top. And it's the same thing here. You can send a super simple pitch connecting as a human, right? Which is like, I think you and me, Josh, both like that's our values as business owners is just how can we help more people? How can we have more impact? It's really just these values applied to podcast guesting, right? And then just understanding that, yeah, there are some strategic things that you can do to make that come across along the way. Yeah. And and I love that. I I think one of the, the best things that I've ever seen being on the other side of this, right. Being the podcast host, um, people will send you a bio, right. And and a bio is great. But what I love is when they come to me saying, this is what I'd like to talk about. And here's why I'm qualified to teach it. Mm -hmm. That is changes everything for me because instead of having like as the host, I have to come up with the topic every time. But if they, if they're like, Hey, I'm really good at teaching people how to get on podcasts. I'd love to talk about that with your audience because you know, X, Y, Z I've done all these amazing things within one paragraph. And I would bring them on over somebody who sends me 18 paragraphs of where they were featured and all their cool stuff. I'm like, couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. Cause it's going to make a good episode that you right. care about. Right. right. And the, your audience will too. I love that. Yeah. And, and I know they've thought about it. Right. They, I know they're thinking about me and my audience. That makes yes. me way more prone to say, go buy their stuff. Right. Instead of, okay, I've got to dig it out of you. Um, and, and I'm not trying to be rude to this space at all, but this happens a lot in the e-commerce sector because mm-hmm. they don't really understand what podcasts are for. They come on, they just, it's, it's a branding activity and you almost have to like pull out of them Think, like, it's really hard to find like what they're interested in because they're too focused on the product, not on the people. Yeah. And not yeah. that that industry is bad, but we've seen that happen over and over and over again, where I'm like, this is the worst interview ever. And like you said, I have to go through and do all of the uh, editing. Like our team does all the editing, but we have to pay for the editing. We have to pay to have everything done and it's not going to get views, right? It's, it's right. just really frustrating. And it's really uncomfortable as the podcast host to tell them afterwards, like, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to feature that. And there are times where we have done that. And it's like, I'm sorry if you're mad, but I, I have to preserve my audience. <laughs> Your brand, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, you've worked hard. And if you bring on people who are like, who don't engage and who don't add value, then like people are going to stop listening. Yeah. I love that. And I want to highlight something you did too, because you, you're very good at showing how the brands align. Can you kind of talk about how you do that? Um, as far as like helping your brand align with the podcaster's brand? Oh, sure. So one of the things that I loved uh, what 
that brand is selling or offering because nobody does that. Again, like everybody is coming on going, this make me, and that is just not going to, that's going to come across, right? right? As opposed to, you know, if I can say, oh my gosh, we found this commonality in like our values. And you could do this in the pre-chat. You can do this, you know, pre-validate uh, with your research. Um, here are some ways that we might be able to help each other rather than just like, how great am I, right? That is everybody who's running a podcast probably has something that they're offering or that they want to do for their business or their life out of it. So if you figure out what that is, hint, you just ask, then you're, you're creating a fan, you're creating a friend and you're, what you're doing is you're making this um, interview, not transactional where it's like, nice to meet you, Josh. Thanks again. Yeah. I'll share it when it comes out. Right. But you're creating relationships that can last years and they have for me, right? Well before, like you said, well before I made six figures, well before I wrote a book and podcast, any other things, I was having like seven figure entrepreneurs be like, here's access to me, my free course. I just want you to come and hang out in my community. What? Okay. Right. When I go to their town, they like never leave their house. They're like, you want to meet for coffee? Right. Because they recognize that, you know, I'm a person who shares their values, wants to help. And that space, like it can be lonely, right? If you're around a bunch of cutthroat people or whatever, who are only in it for themselves. So there's a huge opportunity, especially right now when most of us are at home all the time, right? To make a friend anywhere in the world that it's easy to nurture that relationship. Yeah. And I love that. I know for me, like the reason I podcast and the reason I love it so much, obviously it's a big driver for our business, but I mean, the people that you meet, I think podcasters are the best people in the world, except A and B, right? Clearly. <laughs> um, they're, they're so giving and they, they want to help you. And if you kind of understand that, it's like 99% of podcasters, it's about the audience. There's that 1% who is just annoying and you'll find them very quickly, right? You'll know who they are, but most of them are, are great connections to have and they're highly connected people yes. because- in a, in a podcast setting, right? I met a guy the other day. He interviews three people a day uh, for his podcast. Absolute insanity. And I can't even fathom doing all that, right? right? He doesn't do any editing or like post prod or anything. All he does is just post the episode, but he took the, that, um, that model and he interviews three people a day. So he's interviewing like Grant Cardone and big name people all the time. And I, uh, I just asked him, like, how big is your network at this point? And he's like, my direct one-to-one network of people that I've interviewed is well over 3,000 people. Whoa. Is that insane? Like, can you imagine that? Of like, wow, like I have a core group of people. I've, I've individually talked to every single yep. one of them. So anyways, that's my rant. Super, super important stuff, though. We could talk about podcasting all day. So I want to ask you this, Christine. You have a specific framework that you use. Could you show us like the exact step-by-step process so people, because we've covered lots of pieces of it, but can you say, yep. hey, step one, do this, step two, do this, so that they can say, okay, this is how I can get onto shows. Yep. You need to identify what podcasts to pitch that are aligned to your ideal clients, right? So this requires the work earlier of like knowing your niche and right. having something to sell them. Yeah. That's implied but I'm assuming everybody in this audience does, right? And if you yes. don't, then you know what to do. <laughs> um, 
So next is to create a list. If you haven't guested a bunch, I recommend that you get on 10, get yourself on 10 small shows. Okay. 10 small shows before you go for the big fish so that you don't die of anxiety, right? Like you, you're comfortable, you know, the flow, it is different to be a host than it is to be a guest, right? So get your mind flipped on that. Um, then you want to create a basic pitch that again, is all about the host includes those expert topics, um, based on your research includes the commonalities with the host based on your research, right? Um, tell them how you're going to like share it too. Tell them that you're going to share it with your network. Again, make it all about them. Make it super easy for them to just hit reply and say yes, right? Here's my booking link done. I don't need to, you know, vet you any further, although they can make it easy for them to do that if they want, right? And um, I always find that that's easiest to do when you are pitching a specific show rather than sitting down and coming up with blank page. Maybe it will be about this, right? No, pitch a specific show. And then on, when you get the yes on the interview before, during, and after the interview, really, I just want you to think about how to make the host your fan rather than how to get fans, right? That will happen as a result of going in front of their audience if you do these other things right. But how to make the host your fan? Because if they're your fan, the possibilities are endless. JV partners, right? Asking you back, uh, them endorsing you in the intro, the outro, how they promote it, all of the things. So that one-to-one uh, expert like connection, right? So be a standout guest before, during, and after the interview. And then really in the interview, the framework for giving that top-notch conversation is to make it two-way. Make it two-way, right? Instead of just answering questions and being like a bump on a log, make it two-way, ask for feedback, right? And ask the host's opinion. Follow up by sharing the story. I like to make sure I leave a review on iTunes because that's currency for podcast guesters or podcast hosts that we can't get any other way, right? And you know this if you're a host, it's just like flipping it. What's important to you? Be that person. Right. And then, and then I like to send a small gift, which guess what? Nobody does that. And it's very, make very memorable. And, uh, one of the top podcasts that the host met up with me for sushi when I went to his hometown and he said, Christine, I literally presented at, can't remember if it was Podfest or one of the top expos on how to be a good guest because he's interviewed so many people. And he's like, I just took screenshots of what you did and I put them on the, you know, on the screen at this big conference. And I, he didn't tell me at the time. It wasn't until we met like months later. And I was like, okay, because he had done hundreds of interviews at that point, And he said, I could count on one hand, the number of people who did what you did. Right. And none of it is hard. Right. And then repurpose those interviews right? They are a credibility marker. You can share them once a quarter. Of course, you can create a ton of content from them, right? Quotes, behind the scenes, you know, reposting, like make it easy for people, maybe who even already follow you to warm up listening to that uh, by listening to that podcast and send more people to the host. Really? Like repeat the end.
Yeah, I, I love that. And I love your very last step, especially because when I started in the podcast space, I uh, finding the first few guests was difficult. I'm like, who do I actually want to come on my show? And I interviewed a guy, highly connected. He was the one guy I'm like, I know I can bring this guy on because we've met amazing guy way above me and financially and success in all areas. So I'm like, I'll bring him on. And uh, we had a few, you know, social media conversations before this point. But after that one interview, he sent me 40 potential guests and we interviewed every single one of them. And these are people who are like hundred millionaires, billionaires, success, like highly successful people. And I was like, man, that was, that was stellar, you know? And I'm sure he does that for most people. But like you said, if it's part of your system, it becomes this just amazing, you become memorable, right? To the, to the host. And they'll bring you back on. Like we were talking at the very beginning, getting invited back to a podcast by JLD. There's only like probably 15 people who've done it, right? So you're, and he's interviewed what, 2,500 people at this point. So you're, you stood out in a way that he's like, Hey, come back on my show. That's pretty amazing. So I really appreciate you sharing that framework though. Um, Christina, I think uh, for our audience, they've probably been thinking, okay, I think we've sufficiently sold them that they can get onto a show. So <laughs> I want to ask you this though, because you have a whole deep dive into helping people actually do the specifics because you really can't teach this whole thing in 20 to 30 minutes, right? So right. How, how can they get access to a deep dive with you um, to be able to actually go out and apply this in their business? Yeah, thank you. Um, you can find me on your social media of choice uh, or at lifewithpassion.com and please like reach out and connect. I, uh, I love to connect individually. And and make sure you take advantage of that. Um, she's, she's really very accessible as a person, which is amazing. (laughs) Um, but go and buy her courses, work with her one-on-one. This is the kind of person that is going to take you from unknown to known very quickly in your brand. So make sure you take advantage of that. Go get to know Christine, but I have one final question for you, Christine, before we sign off, because we have covered a lot of topics. So what is the final thing that you would hope people would take away from this interview? If, it, if you could just leave one piece of advice, what would that be? Go get yourself on some podcasts because your message matters, right? We're all in this to help people and change the world. And this is such a powerful way to do it. I think the hardest part of this or any thing that you're doing to build a business that you love is letting it be easy. So like ask yourself, how could this be fun? How could this be easy? And then just go do it from that space. I hope that you enjoyed this episode of the Lucky Titan podcast. If you want to fill your favorite platform with dream customers, then come join myself and thousands of others of hosts at theluckytitan.com slash tribe. Here you can find guests for your show, get featured on other shows and discover the secrets to building an audience of raving fans. So once again, go create your free account at theluckytitan.com slash tribe.